you so much for joining us. I, of course, am Paul Wilson, and you are listening to Diesel Performance Podcast. Hey, guys, Chris was really bogged down today helping everybody out over at Duramax Tuner Calibrated Power. Uh, if you need to get a hold of him, shoot him an email. That's C-E-H-M-K-E at DuramaxTuner.com. Or, of course, you can call him 815-568-7920. His extension is 2121. For today, we have some really cool stuff going on a little bit later. We'll get into our interview uh, with the guy who runs the Trucks of Ontario Instagram page and Facebook group. Uh, So Byron Sador, I'm really excited for that. I had a great conversation with him. I think you guys are going to really enjoy some of the stuff that he says. Uh, And just all around, super nice guy. Uh, For right now, top of the show, hey, we got to pay them bills and talk about our sponsors. The cool thing here is... We're not talking about just any sponsors who want to cut us a check. We actually quite often get companies reaching out, offering to to give us money in exchange for saying good things about them. And to be honest, we've always turned it down. Uh, the podcast really started as a way for us to have some fun and kind of just be a part of the diesel industry community. Uh, the only reason we have sponsors is because, hey, there's some cost that that becomes incurred to, to do a show in production like this. So... The sponsors we have, Duramax Tuner, Calibrated Power, WC Fab, and Exergy Performance, we went to them because this is who we already work with. These are the guys we trust. These are the parts we know. These are the people that we want to work with. And and I think that's a big part that sometimes gets lost in sponsorship is just because somebody has a good product or even just has some brand recognition – it, it doesn't always mean that it's a great guy. Uh, it doesn't always mean that it's a great group of people you have to deal with. Nothing could be further from the truth when it comes to Jason Worley, Randy Harkema, Nick Pregnitz. These are people we consider friends. Um, really excited. WC Fab is celebrating their 10th anniversary. They're doing it with a sled pull. It's coming up in September. I'm so proud to be a part of the, the sponsorship and, and so excited to be able to go to that pull and really just have some fun over the summer with those guys. And, of course, Exergy Performance, uh, near and dear to our hearts every time we turn on a, a diesel truck around here because almost all of our trucks have some sort of modified fuel system component that we got from Exergy. Uh, so, hey, if you're shopping around and you're looking for some really knowledgeable resources, some really nice people, and some really great products, please reach out to our sponsors. Like I said, the guys at Duramax Tuner, Exergy Performance, and WC Fab. For today, I'm going to jump straight into the episode, and I'm going to get us over to talking to Byron Sador from Trucks of Ontario. All right, guys, and now it's time for my favorite part of the show. That's where we have a guest on to talk a little bit more either about their trucks or their build, or in this case, really just about an entire diesel scene going on in Canada uh, thank you so much for joining us, Byron. How the hell are you? I'm great. Thank you for having me. Happy to be here. Absolutely. Now, Byron Sador, you run the Trucks of Ontario Instagram and Facebook pages. Um, I, You had reached out to us uh, about being a fan of the show, which, hey, thank you so much for listening. Uh, and what I thought was really cool is when I jumped on and looked at your page, I thought it was just really cool what you've been doing with this. Uh, can you tell our listeners a little bit about the Trucks of Ontario page and kind of how it started? Well, like you just said, it's basically just, it's more of a truck scene, more so than just a diesel scene. But yeah, it's truck enthusiasts. It started out 
as just a small Instagram page way back in 2013. Um, and just one day, I just decided to, to host a truck meet on like a Wednesday night in a Lowe's parking lot. And more trucks showed up than followers we had at the time. And I was kind of, <laughs> I was amazed. I was like, we're on to something here. Um, so and obviously with the success of that first truck meet, you know, word of mouth, and it got bigger and bigger. And so here today, now the page has grown to 30,000. Uh, the Facebook groups, you know, 14,000 members. It's constantly active, buy and sell, looking for advice, everything that you'd want in a, you know, in a truck group, in a community, it's there. You, you know, I really like that where, where somebody kind of stumbles upon something, right? Where we, we have a service or, or, you know, some media that actually follows demand. Uh, when you started the yeah. page, you, you didn't know that there was so many truck guys hanging out on Instagram that was brand new back then, kind of, you know, looking to talk about their trucks with each other. But then all of a sudden you just find this swell and this burst of, of enthusiasts, of people who want to get together and they want to share stuff. Uh, you've had a few trucks, obviously, featured on the page, a few of your personals. What'd you get started with, man? So my first truck, what, what got me hooked in trucks, it was a 2000 Dodge Dakota. Um, back when I had the thing, you know, there was about four different box tuners you can get for those four, seven V eight. And I literally bought them all and I stacked them all, set them all to, you know, tune five. So they were all contradicting <laughs> with each other. That truck worked really well. I drove it around a 93 octane. I entered that thing in sled pulls. It actually did pretty well. Okay. I had to wait the thing down, obviously, but I, I had fun. You know, I had the time of my life with an old Dakota. And then I, I wrecked the thing. Oh, no. So years later, finally got, you know, the finances in order and got myself a 2008 3500-67. Um, jumping in this truck, driving a diesel truck is literally an art form compared to driving a gas truck. Gas trucks, you can just get in and just romp them and go. You do that in a diesel truck, you break them. <laughs> yeah. So I, uh, I bought the truck. I took it. To a friend who had an EFI live tuner and him and I you know he put a tune on the truck and it worked really really well it was like your last podcast where you guys were talking about old tunes back in the day where you just go in and you just shut everything off you just add all the fuel and the time and then just make them go max and that's out. what I had in that <laughs> just max the truck out that's what I had in that thing um, and then one of my good buddies uh, he had a 5.9 third gen and I showed up to his house all cocky one day, and I said, my truck will outpull your truck, yada, yada. And he says, put up or shut up. So we grabbed the chains, and we went out in the street in front of his house, and we hooked chains to this truck. We got video of it, and we posted it on YouTube, and it's hilarious the amount of views this thing has had. Now, even Richard Rollins from Gas Monkey Garage shared this video. Um, <laughs> I, I pulled this 5.9 truck, and driving home from his house you know my truck is just acting all crazy so right then and there i blew the transmission and the actuator on those turbos you know those are bad oh, uh and so and i just i bought this truck and i just broke two expensive things at once um so then time goes by I finally was able to put a turbo i put a, just a stock turbo on it and my dad works at Chrysler Rebuilding Transmission, so we just put a, a stock, you know, clutch kit and just kept driving the truck. Okay. Um, and so it was good for then. Um, it's all I could afford at the time was just 
put another stock train in it and go. Yeah, so then, and the truck worked amazing. Uh, so I entered that truck in a few sled pulls. I had the time of my life with it. Um, oh, and like I was telling you, when I got it, it was deleted. So then I had to put emissions on the truck just in order to put it on the road, get it plated. And then I was having all kinds of emission issues with it. So I ripped the emissions right back off. And one day the, the wife took the truck out and she got pulled over by the Ministry of Environment. Oh, no. And they looked under the truck. They saw it was straight piped and they pulled the plates on me. Now, now this so, is something that that generally we've we've heard horror stories about this happening in Ontario province. Um, yeah, being in the states, I don't think we're really quite adjusted to this concept. What do you mean when you say they pull the plates? What happens? Literally, literally, uh, these guys have as much authority, if not more, than police officers. And this guy wrote me a thousand dollars in tickets for tampering with emissions. Uh, uh, right, the EGR was gone and, and DPF was gone and all that. And so they literally unbolted the plates from the truck and they told me to call a tow truck and just take it home. And in order to put plates back on the truck, I would have to put emissions on, pass an emissions test, and then I could get plates back. Oh, my but God. When you make when you make better power and better fuel economy, why would you go backwards? Sure. Right? So I cut my losses. I sold the truck. Uh, and I started building this 12-valve that I have. Okay. Okay. So you went backwards. You, you literally are like, hey, I got common rail. I got I got all of these great features of of having, you know, a, an early 6.7. Um, you found a clean 12-valve up in Canada? No, I did not find a clean 12-valve. <laughs> I found a 12-valve that was the motor, the mileage was great. Uh, the body was shot, completely rotten. It had no transmission in it, no fuel lines, no tranny lines. The thing was, uh, just it was a mess. But the motor ran like a top, and I saw potential. And the other part is, I'm a licensed auto body tech. So I saw that I could clean this truck up. I planned on just doing rust repair to the truck until I really dove into the truck and saw everything was so bad. There's no sense in, in fixing this. Just repl- So I got a Southern box. I got Southern fenders. I got a clean cab. Uh, and I was able to redo the bodywork, did all the mechanical, the fuel lines, brake lines, train lines, all that. Drove the truck for a while. And it was great. It was slow. I was, that was the <laughs> letdown. You know that, that old phrase of never meet your heralds because they only let you down? Yeah. That was me with the 12 valve. I was so stuck <laughs> having a 12 valve. I drove it and I was like, this is gutless. What a letdown. Yeah, you're the 12 valve in that and the 12 valve in, say, like Sean Baca's truck, just a little bit different. Just a bit. <laughs> so, so then I drove that for a while. And then, you know, got the finances together again, and I took the truck to go get a built trans. Uh, so it's got a 47RE that has uh, a trans rated for 650 horse, and timing's adjusted at 17 degrees. Every single thing, like aftermarket part, you can put on a pump. It has, so the pump's as cranked up as can be until you literally, you know, take it off the motor and put it on a bench machine and all, all that work. Um, <laughs> 
it all it was like boost elbow all that stuff so basically i'm squeezing everything i can out of stock turbo and stock injectors it does have 4k governing springs it's got heavy duty valve springs you know did the front seal and rear seal when we had everything apart so the truck's ready to rock it just it, like i said it's built with stock turbo and stock injectors so that is the next thing on the bucket list to put in the truck what do you what do you do with this truck what's the purpose of this truck for you uh basically no it's just a cool daily driver i i don't haul nothing i i i'm like i said i do auto body so i take my lunch box and i go to work so i just have this overbuilt grocery getter uh when <laughs> when i did pull it last year i love truck pulling um obviously you can't do anything this year sure so I, I'm just an enthusiast that just has this truck that I, I love to take care of it, and I like to take it out and go for drive and show it off. And I love, like, I take it to old guy car shows. Old guys love this truck because <laughs> they know that it's, old, it's no computers in it. They love their old mechanical stuff. Yeah, yeah. What a, what a cool concept. And I think I've talked about this on the show before. Um, there is just something about being impractical with your vehicle that just puts a smile on my face where there's just – there's yeah. no logic behind what you've done uh, or what you're doing, and and that really, that really makes me happy because it is something that you're just doing for the passion of it. You're doing just something for fun, um, and I think that's really cool, man. Now uh, your trucks have evolved and and your goals have evolved over time, uh, and the page has has blown up by far. Um, but but so have your yeah. events. So some of the events, I know you said you started in just a Lowe's parking lot, like hey guys, let's hang out and look at each other's trucks. What has that yep. grown into? So that had grown into, you know, continually doing the parking lot meets. So, you know, we'd go to Walmart and up here we have Canadian Tires and just hardware stores. After hours when, when they close the stores down, the parking lots are empty, we just, hey, we post on Instagram and Facebook, hey, meet at this parking lot at, you know, 8 o'clock at night or whatever have you. And next thing you know, hundreds and hundreds of trucks show up. We just fill the parking lot. And it makes me go, we're on to something here. So then having this criteria of trucks of Ontario, I've had to expand. I can't just do the same little towns around me. So we have gone, you know, I plan road trips and I drive to cities four hours away and rent a hotel room for the night. And I do these parking lot meets in these cities far away just so that, you know, I have, I have the, the merchant swag. I, sell the the t-shirts and the sweaters and stickers and lanyards and all that stuff um and so i can get these stickers out on trucks four hours away if i go to these other cities you know i've gone north south east west everywhere um <laughs> and and they've all been successful in every city i go to um and then one time i was going to do one up in this little northern you know cottage town called huntsville and i was going to do it at the canadian tire there and the folks over at MBRP Exhaust caught wind that we were doing this. And they said, don't do it at that parking lot. Come to our facility. I had no idea that MBRP was, like, in my own province. I figured they were American or something. I had no idea. I was naive. <laughs> um, and I was like, oh, crap. You're here? Okay. So we went. First year was great, hundreds of trucks or so. And then the next year after, we're like, how do we make this better? So we put our heads together, talked with the owner of MBRP, and he's like, I'm okay with you guys doing a dyno day here. And I was like, well, let's do it. So we brought in Diesel Doctor's Dyno at the time. It was an inertia dyno, and, 
you know, guys were just lined up to do this dyno. They loved it. Um, and so the first year was great. And then after it was done and people saw the pictures, the videos online, word of mouth from your friends and all that, the next year was huge. And we had some insane trucks come out with a full tube chassis, you know, drag trucks with triple, you know, 475s on there. And we had dedicated pull trucks with weight boxes on the front coming to dyno. And it was a really, really cool thing. You know, and then the locals see the amount of black smoke going off from this parking lot that, you know, they called the fire department thinking there was a forest fire going off. <laughs> That's it, so cool. It, 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 it was a time to be there. Um, and then, you know, so we kept doing that years and years and years, and it got bigger and bigger. I've done this about, this would have been the eighth year in a row doing it, but obviously we had to cancel. Sure. Um felt like I've been doing this for quite a while. And then just last year, um, we, my wife and I knew this guy who was on the fair board to fairgrounds, and he was saying to us, if you can get your ducks in a row here, let's do a sled pull, like a Trucks of Ontario sled pull day. And I was like, it's been, I'm, you know I'm obsessed with truck pulling. It, <laughs> I would love to host my own truck pull. That would be awesome. So... I started, you know, talking with all the local uh, businesses around here and these other companies uh, that are all truck-oriented, uh, and they were all on board, repair shops and all that, uh, and they were all happy to, you know, sponsor some money so that we could cover the fees of renting the sleds and cheering, supporter potties, the security, yada, all that whole nine yards. Um, and we even brought in a different dyno. This time it was a loaded dyno. And so it was just very successful um, with how busy the, the MBRP events were, and they knew how awesome those dyno days were. They're like, this is going to be an even better dyno day because we got the sled pull. Um, back with the previous dyno days, you know, all the big, the big power trucks were Duramaxes and, you know, Cummins trucks, obviously. Sure. But last year, top three trucks here were power strokes and i was just blown all away i all three top they all three of the, they were all like built six fours okay I, actually no i think i think one was a six liter but they were <laughs> they were two six fours and a six liter and these guys were all making well over a thousand horse creeping up on 15 was for first place oh my goodness um, and like i i know a lot of trucks around here and I've never uh, so where these trucks came from out of the woodworks to just make this kind of power. And I've never seen them before. I was amazed. It was awesome. <laughs> so we we had our uh, we had a five hundred dollar grand prize that was sponsored uh, for highest power, and so that went to a an, an awesome Ford truck. And sa- same with the sled pull. You know, we actually we had so many sponsors for the uh, the event that we were able to overshoot what our budget was to cover the event. So all we did is take that money and, and just turn up all the prizes. So all the guys that placed in the sled pull, they got even bigger prizes. It was a great event for everyone. Oh, that's awesome, man. I think it it, it is so great when we can actually see, like, the whole community come together. And, th- and that's really what I think of when I when I look at your guys' page and, and I check out the group and things like that is – Here's just a lot of guys where there's gas, there's diesel, there's Ford, there's Chevy, there's there's Dodge. It's all mixed together, and, and we're all just out here to have fun. We're all just out here to see some cool yep. trucks, do some cool shit. Um, 
I think that's really admirable, man. Where where do you see the future going? Where where do you want to build this to? Um, that's very unsure. Like we got a good thing going, and I want to keep going with it. I would like to continue. Like when all this stuff going on is over with, I would like to get back and do an event. I would like to travel around Ontario and and host more meets and and you know go back to our roots and and literally hang out in a parking lot and get to know people like people just love to come and say oh hey byron i just want to show you my truck and just talk about my truck and i'm happy to talk with people about their trucks <laughs> you know um you know so and back backing the card up here so like this event last our our goal my goal actually is going to sound, sound a little crazier far-fetched but my goal is to eventually evolve to hosting a Canadian north of the border, almost UCC aspect. Uh, you know, I had my first show and shine, sled pull, dino day, all in one event. Um, and, you know, I had a UCC truck actually showed up. Uh, one of our Canadian UCC trucks that competes down there, he brought it out to the event. He threw it on the dyno, made some good power. Uh, he even sled pulled his, his daily truck that he uses to pull you know, to float the UCC <laughs> truck. Um, yeah, like, and that, that's my long shot goal is to, like, just continue building this and host these big events. I love that, man. I think that's really cool. Uh, listeners, hey, if you're in Canada, we know there's quite a few of you out there. Make sure you get on and follow uh, the, the page, uh, which is Trucks of Ontario. Hey, if you're in U.S., follow the page too, man. We all want to see some cool shit. I don't care what country you're in. If you got a cool truck, I want to see some pictures of it. Uh, and, and if you are able right now in the Ontario area, um, shoot shoot Byron a message, man. Let him know he's got a cool page. Let him know that you really like what he's doing. And make sure you show that support by jumping on his website and getting some merch for yourself. Uh, Byron, if somebody wants to follow up with you, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Well, like you said there, they can... Uh Go and send a message, the direct message there on the the Instagram trucks un, uh, underscore of on underscore of Ontario. Sorry, tongue tied there. Uh, or if they want to reach me personally, I have my own Instagram that I uh, commonly active on is just Mister Too himself. But I have a period in between each letter, which stands for Mister Trucks of Ontario himself. Perfect. Uh, yeah. Uh, any any last advice you want to share with somebody who's just new to the truck scene in general? Don't take crap from the haters. I was a young kid once with just a V8 gas truck, and I took a brunt from the diesel guys, and <laughs> I didn't let it get to me. I loved my gas truck, and then one day I was able to find myself in a diesel truck. So don't don't let any negativity deter you, because the, unfortunately there is some negativity in the truck. Man, you just you're so Canadian. I mean, your your big argument ended with somebody saying put up or shut up instead of all of the terrible things I would have said at the end of an argument that led to a pulling chains. <laughs> and, and the advice is, is don't worry about the haters. I just don't think we could end it any better than that. Byron, honestly, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate you taking the time to talk with our listeners. Thank you very much, Paul. Thanks for having me. Not a problem. Hey guys, for today, this has been Paul Wilson. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you again next week.